Hey guys, this is Edward from the Common Nomad Podcast, and I have been on a fitness journey this year. My fitness coach, co-founder of Strong Pain-Free Performance, is aiming to redefine the fitness industry by targeting precise form, optional function, personalized programming, and pain-free movement. Having a fitness journey can seem difficult, but Strong Pain-Free has been a great asset to me. Strong pain-free performance is the alternative to the oversaturated, in-your-face, mainstream fitness industry. I also want to be able to share with my community and friends about strong pain-free performance so we can collectively become the best version of ourselves. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at train.strong, that's at T-R-A-I-N dot S-T-R-N-G for daily tips to optimize your body's performance. Thank you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening from. My name is Priscilla, aka Scylla. How's everyone doing? My name's Edward. And welcome to the Common Nomad Podcast. Edward, how are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. It's been a great week. It's been a great week. Um, just got back for some more travel. And it feels good to always get back in DC and get back on track. Uh, but I understand there's a lifestyle now where I travel, you no. Know, Two to four times a month, give or take, and always got to make sure the suitcase is definitely always full, but I'm blessed and grateful to do so, and keep it pushing. How are you doing? I'm glad to hear that. Um, yes, duffel bag needs to be ready to go at all points. I get that. Um, yeah, I'm doing pretty okay. I cannot complain, nor do I want to complain, so that is me. We love it. We love it. So what's been on my mind? So I've noticed. Wait for me to ask you. <laughs> oh, you, I mean, you can ask me. You know what? You you ask me before I said what's on my mind. <laughs> um, what is on your mind? What did you want to talk about today? Let the people know what's on your heart. So to coin the term volunteerism, I noticed that one of the best ways to make new friends and or strengthen existing friendships is to commit to a shared activity together. And that was a lot. That was a lot. So the key words I want to focus on is making new friends or strengthening existing friendships and then committing, commit to a shared activity, meaning there's a mutual benefit, mutual understanding of both parties liking whatever activity it may be. And it is an activity, meaning it's an action. It's an intentional action to do something besides just talking on the phone. I'm going to stop there. What are your preliminary thoughts? My preliminary thoughts are you can take a deep breath and relax. You're not on the pulpit. You don't have to give a sermon. I mean, I, I, mean, I was nervous. I was nervous. Man. You know, it was a lot. It was a lot. You do not have to put on your keynote presentations best. I promise the people understand what you're trying to say. So basically, volunteerism is people coming together and doing a shared or joined activity together. Correct. It's a byproduct of that. Of course, when people think of volunteering, they think of coming together for their community. But I've learned that the word is kind of expanding more to relationships and just coming together for a shared activity. But of course, the common not the common definition is you know for the benefit of society of community, but it's always people coming together to do something for that benefit. 
Yeah, because I think when you told me that you wanted to talk about this, I immediately thought volunteerism, okay, like community service, feeding the homeless, things like that. So can you walk us through how you're connecting volunteerism and friendship? Paint us the picture. Why did you want to talk about this? How did this happen? Let us know. Of course, of course. So I've noticed, especially in my consistent friend groups, that those that have become better or strengthened over the years is because we shared a common activity. Common examples are fantasy football. So I'm in a couple fantasy football leagues, some with my close, close friends, some with just friends, and some with people who I know, but not really know everything about them. So more like associates, acquaintances. But I've noticed that d different conversations have been brought up in the fantasy football group chat, nothing to do with sports, but talks about, you know, our romantic interests, talk about our, you know, financial assistance, talk about life problems, talk about investment opportunities. It's always something in these chats, but the, the premise is fantasy and football. And for those that don't know what fantasy football is, is a league where friends come together. Um, it could be anybody. You pick specific players from different NFL teams to make your own team. So you have your quarterback, you have your running back, your wide receivers, a kicker, a defense, and potential other additional players like another receiver, a tight end, and running backs to make your team. And week by week, you go against other players in the league. And depending on how that player does in real life, they will get points in fantasy football and the most points – after that week wins. So it starts usually on Thursday now because Thursday night football and it ends Monday night after Monday night football. So that's how it works. So it's a weekly thing, uh, trades and draft positions and um, negotiations, transactions and players getting injured and swapped out. So that's why it's kind of a weekly, daily thing in the chats. But I've noticed that our friendships there have gotten a lot stronger. Why? Because I literally see their name pop up on my phone almost every day. We're literally talking about different things with regards to religion, education, politics, law, medicine, anything might be. So these are things I was thinking about. Like, oh, you know what? I wonder if other people have come together with a shared activity and strengthen their existing friendships or develop new friendships because of it. So I'm just curious, while you were explaining the fantasy football, not that this has to be a time limit, so don't think of the, me asking the question of the time limit, but from the time you first started, how did those friendships become a gradual thing? Because I'm sure you're not talking about, I don't know, uh, politics on the first game, but I could see how, is it okay if I call you a gamer? Like, would you identify yourself as a gamer? Okay. So yeah, like how did that become gradual? Because I do know that gamers have a whole community. So that is a perfect example of volunteerism. So could you just break down like how you started noticing like, oh, this is someone I actually enjoy talking to aside from the fact that we come together and and do fantasy football. Because I think as a byproduct of act this shared activity, shared interest started emerging. It's like, oh, you like sports. What other sports do you like? Oh, you like football, basketball, soccer, and baseball. Oh, wow. I like baseball too. Hey, you know, then we talk about, 
hey, man, I can't play right now. I'm going to go to a museum. Oh, what museum are you going to? I'm going to the African-American Museum. Oh, I went there last week. So it's always like the premise, once again, is the fantasy football sports activity, but conversation just emerged from it. And just naturally, I think when you come together with people with activity, natural chair interests just come out. It's not you know on purpose. It just comes out with the nature of human beings being together. So I think that's how over the last... I mean, I think we've been done doing this the last eight to 10 years. These countries have come up for other friends to get closer together. Oh, wow. So you've been, you said in the last eight to 10 years? I would say so. I would say so. It's not an exact number, but we definitely have started this. I, I want to say, yeah, in the last eight to 10 years, we have done this fantasy chat. So y'all have literally went from voice to men. For lack of a better phrase, yes. <laughs> yeah, because... I think I'm sure within the first couple of years, it was just like, all right, we get on, we do dance, you know, we laugh, we joke. And then, like you said, people give information on what they're doing that weekend. And then you can kind of meet them halfway and be like, hey, I've done this and I've done that. And, oh, you like this, too. So that's that's pretty dope. Um, Yeah, I know in this same topic, people like to go to book clubs if you are a bookworm and you like to read. So that's another way of volunteerism. Right. And you talked about how a friend has started poker. So that is a shared activity um, that you can meet friends through. And I had mentioned first episode of this season that I had met some friends when I was in London outside of school. The reason why I wouldn't consider school and work volunteerism, though it is a shared activity, is because by default, you do meet people in a setting. And that's circumstantial, because if you choose to go to school, by all means, you'll meet friends, but we have we all have to work to a certain degree. So, you know, that's a default setting. Um, I did mention that, you know, I used to go to a Bible study there, a Bible fellowship there. So that's how I met friends there. And I would also say that that's a part of volunteering as well. Um, are there any other examples that you could give people that are also other activities? Because you did mention offline, like, um, you had some other good ideas, but yeah, I think they should hear from you. Yeah, uh, I was thinking of karaoke. I think karaoke could be like a monthly thing you could do. And once again, these are unisex activities. So, you know, women or men can do both of them. Um, maybe some type of wine tasting, you know, like a monthly wine tasting, depending on what area of the country you live in. Um, I know something vision boards have been popular over the last three to five years of people getting together and really talking about their future, you know, the do's and don'ts and really trying to get strategy and advice from others. Um, I think painting, I know, I know painting is, is a thing, but just, you know, regular painting. I know artists who go together and just have painting clubs and just paint together based on inspiration and shared interests. Um I'll also include uh, running. I did a marathon with a friend because we had this, she ran track and field. I did track and field, but I did field. And though I met her through work, we, when, when we ran the marathon together, we met other people because of the marathon and they mentioned joining a runner's club. So I have also met people through, you know, running and you know what I will say not to go off track. I, thought going to the gym would mean that I would automatically meet friends. And that has not been my experience, but yes, I think that's another uh, shared activity as well. Physical exercise. Why? You know why? 
Bring I it think, on to me because I, I think. No, no. I thought about it too, the gym, but the gym's a very intimate activity. You know, it's kind of like we go to the gym and work because people are way too comfortable at work talking about different things than they are at the gym. It's true. But me saying, I mean, like you go to the gym for you, you don't really go for others. For the most part, you kind of go like, oh, I'm going to the gym. This kind of like a, a selfish, intimate thing for my body. And it's, I, what I'm saying is it's kind of hard at the gym because you're focused, you know, either you're breathing, you're running, you're doing stuff for you. So it's hard to really talk and have multiple conversations with people for a consistent period of time. You might have like a here or there on a water break or here or there during, you know, between reps. But it's hard to, like to talk and sit down with a conversation at the gym, for my opinion. Maybe not sit down, but maybe you like how someone you maybe you notice someone's form doing a certain exercise <laughs> are you conveniently doing that as we're talking about the gym ladies and gentlemen you cannot see edward we have not shifted into video yet <laughs> but this man conveniently showed off his muscles i just i just wanted to know that i'm going to that. um but yeah when you go to the gym you could bring your friend. Well, obviously that defeats my purpose, um, my example. But you can notice someone's form and be like, oh, hey, I noticed that you're doing this wrong. I know that when I do it like this way or this form is better. Is is that not an easy way for you to start a conversation? Or uh, Some people would take that as disrespect. They would say like that. Actually, my form was bad. Oh, well, I guess if we're going to get offended by that, then let me just throw that out the I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's why I think the gym is more. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fair enough. So we're gonna stick to runners club. (laughs) If the gym is not a good way for you to meet people, runners club, biking club. I've heard of that. Um, And this is not a sponsorship. I know talking about things that we have come into knowledge about may always sound like a sponsorship in this day and age, but it isn't. It made me think about the app called Meetup. Have you heard about it? No. Okay. So uh, listeners, if you have heard about Meetup, for those who don't know about Meetup, Meetup is a app that it sounds exactly like what it is. You go on there and you select your interests and it stems from writing. I have joined because I wanted to join a writer's group. Anything from writing, from crocheting to knitting, anything that you can think of, they have all these different interests that you can meet people and you can physically meet them and then you know, because of COVID, we've changed the way that we meet people. So you also have virtual meetings as well. And I did check. And for those that are not in America, this might be available in your country because the list of countries that it was available in were, I would say, pretty thorough. I would say possibly over 100 countries I saw. So Meetup, if you are trying to find community, because that's essentially what this episode is about, trying to find community or trying to strengthen your community by having a shared interest or shared activity. So for those who are thinking of, you know what, I want to meet new friends and I want to meet friends who share the same interests that I have, um, Meetup is a good way. And, you know, obviously try at your own discretion because, you know, safety does matter. So you meet up based on your interests. You get to meet different people. You get to network. You might be making some friends out of that, which is really great. So I just wanted to share that um, on the, the scope of this topic. No, I appreciate it. So what do you think about food? People getting together with food, like dinner, lunches, the most, you know, popular one, probably brunch. How do you feel about that when you want to meet up and get to know new people or to strengthen your existing friendship? 
I think technically it can, but I think it does become a bit, I think it starts to deviate because drinks and food are naturally how many cultures and many people come together. It is a social thing. I'm not taking that away. I just don't see it under the definition of volunteerism. Yes, it is a shared activity or you guys are doing the activity together. I would say something like a cooking class as opposed to going out to eat would fit the the, the bill a bit of, but wow, can I not speak? I would think that a cooking class would feel a bit better as opposed to eating and drinking in terms of volunteerism. That's just my opinion. Um, I could be wrong, but I do understand that people love brunch. I do understand that people love to go get drinks as a way of like bonding as well. I do recognize that. I just don't know if it's the same as like your fantasy football or um, the runner's club or, you know, uh, anything else that like actually create groups of things and groups of people coming together for a particular thing. Well, that's fair. You know, especially in D.C., you know, brunch is a big thing. Sunday fun day is definitely a cultural statement. Um, but I, I agree with you. I don't know if food is I would consider a common share activity. Once again, this is just our opinion. Not saying this is right or factual, but I think it has to be an action than just doing something for survival, like eating and just really you know, getting your three to four meals a day. But I, I think and another thing, maybe I just think it's stronger was the actual activity or action, like you said, poker, fancy football, karaoke, wine tasting, stuff like that. How do you feel about pandering activities like massages, spa, steam room, nails, um, haircuts? How Do you think pandering activities with your friends is a form of volunteerism by sharing the shared activity? Or once again, is, is it not in the same realm? I would say the same i would group that under the going out to eat i think going out to eat and going to a cooking class are two different things it is food food is the reason why you've come together but i think a cooking class is actually going to require you to basically practice or learn new skills and maybe the interest of you actually wanting to cook is different from you just digesting the food, right? Like you're just simply eating at a restaurant. Um, and yes, you do need to eat to survive and stuff. And people do generally love food. They, you know, identify themselves as foodies. I would say I have gone with a friend to go get our nails done. I don't think there's any activity for people who are really into nails. I don't know if there is a group for that. I don't see why they couldn't be. But once again, I think it would be different from volunteerism so and you said those are referred to as pandering activities never heard uh, I, I would say so like things you do to pander yourself you know getting your nails done i'm not gonna do that you know what because you really can't speak english and you're a whole lawyer so it's okay it's it's okay. <laughs> what is the proper terminology you tell me pamper p-a-m-p-e-r you know what? In my head, that's why I wanted to say I meant you to say did, it. You did great, black man. You did great. You did great. I appreciate it. So yeah. pamper, pampering activities is what I was referring to. Things that you could do. You call it self-care. You know, haircuts, nails, spa, massages, steam room. Um, 
But once again, to me, it's sort of like the intimate thing. It's like I'm doing it for me as a benefit for me. And you can come, but I don't really need you there because I can do this by myself in a way. It's not really like I can't play fantasy football by myself. I can't play poker by myself. I can't, you know, do, you know, I mean, I guess you do karaoke by yourself, but most people don't. You kind of like you want to do it with your shared interest. That's why I don't think the pampering, pampering, pampering activities are really what I mean about this volunteerism aspect. I know you're laughing. I see you, but we're here. And once again, you did a great job, Black man. You did a great, great job, King. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. And um, I'm also wondering, there might be people who might be listening and are like, I'm too good for that. Like, I just think it's so cheesy to, let's say, want to meet up for, I don't know, poker. What would you say to that? opposing opinion people who are not yet ready to expand their community because they simply don't want to or any other reasons i may not be able to identify right now i mean there's nothing wrong with it i mean it's, it's an intentional act so you have to want if you want to strengthen or build your community you have to be intentional about it so i don't think nothing if you don't want to because that means you don't feel a need or you don't feel a desire to meet new people or to strengthen your friendship because they're probably already good. So it's fine. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just, you know, we live in society and if all you do is go to work and come home and do the one or two things on the weekend that you do, whether it's the club, bar, or something else, and that, and you're good. Like, the, the, the overall thing, if you're happy, I'm happy. If you're not happy, then you should do something or change something to find that form of happiness that you're seeking. But if you're good, you're good. Yeah, fair enough. I think um, I think personally for me, I am completely okay with trying to put myself out there and finding more community whenever I feel like that's what I'm looking for. And, you know, running the marathon has been great. I am considering actually attending a writer's club to network and possibly make friends. Um, those are my two interests. I would have loved to have started a book club because I do like to read and I want to be around people who generally love to read. Why are you just saying it like it's too late? You're right. You are right. It's not too late, but I'm not around people who like to read as much. And I think I want to do the traditional book club where we actually come to someone's house and read books and then share a couple snacks or whatever. I really want to do that, but I've not met people who really enjoy reading. And I know people who like to read, but then I don't know if it's going to work virtually. And then I guess the question would, would, would remain. So why not start one myself? I don't know. Have you thought about starting any, any uh, group of a shared activity? So have you thought about outside of fantasy football? Have you thought about starting something that would bring community together with people who have the shared interest and activity? Not as specific as the shared activity, but you know, I like to host a lot. So, you know, dinner parties or my my par my parties themselves, whether it's my birthday or other activities, um, the guys' trips that I mentioned about. So not really an activity, but, you know, I do like hosting communities together of friends and family, just us to share a common space. So that's what I kind of do. But no, not, I haven't really started an activity or event together where guys or anybody can come through 
and we shared this activity because I currently have my few already. You know, I have Xbox. That's one of the things where I play Xbox with my friends back home and we all talk about life. And, you know, once again, the Xbox is the common tool. We talk about other things through the means of the Xbox. So that's the one way the fantasy football, you know, going to sports bars with friends and watching the game, especially on Sundays. So I, I think I've created some, but I didn't create them. I think it was all just like a mutual understanding that like, let's do this thing. Would but no. Bring, um, would you ever I thought, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Would you ever bring a chess club? Like, would you ever start a chess club in DC? I'm waiting for you to do that. that I don't understand why. That that is hilarious. I was literally just about to say chess club. Um, just timing. It's just energy, like anything. Time, energy, and effort. I have not invested in starting a chess club. I do teach chess to the local schools here, there. I do, you know teach people on the side here or there, but not really create a chess club where people can come to me or I go to them and teach in the game of chess. But it's definitely on the list of things to do, but I've not started that investment yet. Okay. Well, I I think um, I'll be waiting and cheering you on from the sidelines because, yeah, I think that would be something that you would be starting aside from the examples that you gave that would be a shared activity. And I can't say I know how to play chess at all, but I definitely appreciate it. So um, yeah, any lasting thoughts? No, I appreciate um No, I definitely will. Like I said, on the things, it's on the list of things to do that I've not done yet. And just a priority, I haven't prioritized it. That's really the nature of the game. No, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. Takeaways. Um, like I said, I know when people think of volunteerism, they think of the common, you know, coming together for the a benefit of the social good in the community. But I've seen, you know, in research that is expanding to this friendship of coming together for a shared activity. And so it all depends on what you want to do. Like you ask me, like if you don't feel like nothing is wrong or you don't, you do see your friends enough, you're fine. But if you want to see a friend more or you want to see, Gain a new friend that you met, you know, the, I think the common share activity will help you talk about other things. Like I said, when you do this thing together, like bowling or karaoke or poker, car- other conversations come out as a byproduct, as an indirect effect of it. So that's something I think is just very helpful for you to think about if you want to. It's all a choice, like anything. So... Those are my takeaways. Um, thank you for allowing me to have, you know, this platform to speak about it. And that's all I got to say. Thank you. We are, we are in this together. So this is your platform as much as it is my platform. My takeaway is just uh, it takes courage to want to put yourself out there and maybe find newer friends or strengthen your friendships with a shared activity. So uh it might require you to go alone a couple, you know, visits, sessions, whatever the activity is until you can start meeting, you know, friends that turn into eight, 10 year friendships, like Edward mentioned. And um, I think also just wanting to remind people about the meetup app and whatever country you're in, there might be something similar if it's not necessarily called meetup as well, because, you know, uh, not everything is universal, but there are apps that bring people together for this common cause of volunteerism because people want to meet people who have shared interests because sometimes you might have really great friendships, but they don't have a lot of the things that you 
like or interested in common, which is okay. And I think friendships can still last. I just think um, if that's something that you're really interested in, then, you know, it's going to, the premise is going to fall on you and the responsibility is going to fall on you to really nurture the kind of friendships you want. And if it's important for you that you want to learn poker or bowling or whatever it is that, you know, you got to go in those spaces where you can find those people. So as always, uh, thank you for listening. We really appreciate you guys. For any business inquiries or any questions, email us at thecommonnomad at gmail.com, T-H-E-C-O-M-M-O-N-N-O-M-A-D at gmail.com. And we will talk to you guys next time. Take care. Take care, everyone. Bye.